Good morning, good morning, good morning. Hello, 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 hello. How are you? Oh my goodness. Do you know what? After yesterday's rain, it is beautiful today. We have blue skies. We have puffy little white clouds, sun, not a rain cloud in sight. Yesterday was so different. It rained all day and then around five o'clock in the evening it stopped raining and the sun decided to show itself. Almost time for the moon to come out and the sun decides to say hi. <laughs> so it didn't last very long simply because it was getting towards night time but it did pop its little head out um, for a while. So, um, but today it doesn't look as though it's going to rain at all. So I didn't do an awful lot yesterday. Um, I did do some baking um, and I did read at the library uh, for the little ones. And um, I did take a stroll along the beach in the rain I know I'm mad but I got lots of fresh air and it oh filled me with energy there we go <laughs> I know I'm totally mad now yesterday we had two fun facts because one of my lovely little listeners um sent one in for us so that I learned something as well However, nobody else has sent one in for today, so we only have one. You'll just have to put up with my fun fact today, I'm afraid. I'm so sorry. <laughs> now, mine is about lobsters. Who knows what lobsters are? That's right. They are shellfish. <laughs> Not selfish but shellfish and they live in the sea and they're well they're like crabs but bigger um and I think they're quite they can be quite vicious they've got like big claw pincers on the sides and yeah I don't think I'd like to be on the other end of one of those <laughs> so my fun fact is that Lobsters communicate with other lobsters by weeing on them. Oh my goodness. I know. I don't think I'd like to be a lobster, would you? If it's if a lobster is happy or if a lobster is sad or even if a lobster wants to tell another lobster that it would like to be its girlfriend or boyfriend... It pees on it. Oh, what? If somebody came to me and to tell me that they'd like me to be their girlfriend and they peed on me to tell me, I would not be happy. And there is no way that I would be their girlfriend. <laughs> so it's a good job I am not a lobster because I would not be impressed. <laughs> but, hey. That's what lobsters do. So you just 
have to go with the flow, I suppose. If you're a lobster, you have to do what lobsters do. So I am glad I'm not a lobster. Um, so there you go. That is the fun fact of the day. And I am guessing that hardly anybody will have known that because I didn't know that. Um, so let me know if you did know that because it's quite an interesting fact. And um, yeah, I'd be interested if you already knew that. <laughs> anyway... Are you doing anything interesting or are you just going to school today? I am going to work and I will be going to work in a few minutes. Well, after I finish the story, obviously. I'm not going to rush through it, though. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I think we need to read chapter seven of Naughty Amelia Jane. And it's called Amelia Jane Up the Chimney. What? Why would she be up the chimney? Well, let's find out. Into the nursery where Naughty Amelia Jane lived came a little black kitten one day. Oh, its eyes were green, its tail was fat and long, and its little paddy paws were like velvet. All the toys loved the kitten at once. But Amelia Jane loved it most of all. Oh, how she cuddled it, how she fussed it, how she stroked it from ears to tail tip and tickled it under its soft black chin. The kitten belonged to the housekeeper. It was a pretty gentle little thing and it let the toys do what they liked with it. The teddy found it a buttery crumb to nibble. The clockwork clown turned head over heels seven times running to make it laugh. Tom found the doll's hairbrush and brushed its fur till it shone. But Amelia Jane wanted the kitten all to herself. She pushed away the other toys. And as she was bigger than any of them, they all fell down. Flop. That was the worst of Amelia. She was always so rough. I want this kitten, said Amelia Jane. Tiddles. Tiddles purr to me and no one else. You are very selfish, Amelia Jane, said Tom. Amelia Jane stuck out her elbow and pushed him again. Down he went. Flip, flop. You couldn't do anything with Amelia Jane when she was feeling like that. This kitten is mine when it comes into our nursery, said Amelia. Nobody else is to play with it then. Well, the kitten quite enjoyed being made a fuss of by Amelia, but it did want to play with the other toys sometimes. Amelia just wouldn't let it. She caught it and put it on her knee to stroke it as soon as ever it ran over to Tom or Teddy. And one day, 
Amelia Jane thought she would like to dress the kitten up in clothes out of the doll's chest of drawers. Quite a lot of clean doll's clothes were kept there. It was really rather exciting to pull open the drawers and see all the dear little coats and dresses, the fussy little bonnets with ribbons on, the socks and the shoes of all colours. Amelia Jane pulled out the whole lot. She would, of course. Oh, just look at that, groaned Tom. Untidy creature. She'll never put those clothes back again neatly. We shall have to do it. Amelia Jane soon had all the clothes on the floor. She wondered which would fit the little black kitten. <gasps> what fun to dress her up, she thought. This dress will fit you nicely, Tiddles, she said, picking up a little red frock. Oh, and you will look sweet in it. And this yellow coat will fit you too. Oh, and this little bonnet with ribbons. Oh, what a darling kitten you will look. Meow, said Tiddles, not at all liking the idea of being dressed up by Amelia Jane. Meow, I'm off. She shot the nursery door, but Amelia Jane was too quick. She reached out her hand and caught poor Tiddles. You come here, she said. I'm going to make you look really sweet. Well, Tiddles had to sit and be dressed up. First, Amelia put on the little red frock and did all the buttons up the back. Then she put on the yellow coat. She tied a ribbon round Tiddles' waist. Then she put the bonnet on Tiddles' little black head and tied it on firmly. There, she said, you are now a little dolly cat. You look lovely. Look, everybody. Everybody came to look. They couldn't help thinking that Tiddles really did look rather sweet. Oh, but Tiddles hated it. She struggled and wriggled and tried her hardest to scrape off her bonnet. She didn't like everything over her ears. She couldn't hear properly. Now, you shall look at yourself in the mirror, Tiddles, said Amelia Jane. And she carried the dressed up kitten to the big mirror. The kitten looked at herself. And when she saw herself looking so very strange, with a bonnet on her ears and a coat and dress hiding her black fur, she was afraid. Meow! It isn't me, she said in a fright, and she rushed away to go downstairs to the housekeeper. But Amelia Jane pushed the door shut. You're not to go away, Tiddles, she said. We want to see you walking about nicely in your new clothes. But that was just what Tiddles couldn't and wouldn't do. She caught sight of herself again in the mirror and ran off in terror. She was so frightened that she meant to get out of the nursery somehow. But how could she? The door was shut. The window was shut. Oh, where can I go? Yow! Meowed poor Tiddles. Now, 
It was summertime, so there was no fire in the nursery grate. Tiddles leapt over the guard and in a moment she scrabbled up the chimney and was gone. Oh my goodness, the toys stared at one another in alarm. What would happen to Tiddles up the chimney? Um, are you all right, Tiddles? called Tom, sticking his head up the chimney. No, yow! wailed poor Tiddles, who was more frightened than ever up the dark chimney. She didn't dare to go up and she didn't dare to go down. Poor Tiddles! The toys turned fiercely on naughty Amelia Jane. It's your fault, shouted Teddy. You would dress her up and frighten her just to amuse yourself. Now what are we to do? Wow, yow, yow, wailed Tiddles up the chimney. I know we'll make Amelia Jane go up the chimney and fetch Tiddles, cried Tom. That's what we'll do. I won't go, said Amelia Jane. Oh, yes, you will, said Teddy. Come on, everyone, push Amelia up the chimney. But they couldn't get the big doll to go. She just would not be pushed. Just as the toys were going to have another push at Amelia, someone opened the nursery door. It was the housekeeper. The toys at once lay down flat on the floor and kept quite still. I wonder where that kitten of mine is, said the housekeeper, looking round the nursery. I thought I heard her meowing up here. Oh, yow, yow, meow, wailed Tiddles from the chimney. The housekeeper looked astonished. Oh, no, I believe she's up the chimney, she said. Then someone called her from downstairs and she hurried away. Now, Amelia Jane, although she really was a very naughty doll, was feeling most uncomfortable about poor Tiddles, for she was fond of her. As soon as the housekeeper had gone, she ran across to the fireplace, climbed over the guard and looked up the chimney. I'm going up the chimney to rescue Tiddles, she said to the surprised toys. I'm not going because you tried to push me up. I'm going because I don't like Tiddles to be frightened. And up the chimney went Amelia Jane. The toys listened to her scrabbling her way up the long, dark, sooty chimney. Bits of soot fell down and one hit the teddy on the nose. The chimney wants sweeping, he said. Well, it looks as if Amelia is sweeping it, said Tom, as another bit of soot rolled down. At last, Amelia Jane reached Tiddles, who sat in a sooty corner, trembling. Amelia Jane put her arm around the kitten and hugged her. I'll help you to get down, she said. Well, dear me, that was not easy. Amelia Jane lost her way in the chimney, which joined all sorts of other chimneys here and there. Tiddles clung to her with all her claws, and Amelia felt as if she was being pricked with twenty needles. Now, very soon, the housekeeper came into the nursery again, and who do you suppose was with her? The chimney sweep. 
Yes, the housekeeper had told him a kitten was up the chimney and he had said he would try to sweep her out very gently. He screwed on the handles of his big brush one after another and the brush went higher and higher up the chimney. Amelia Jane heard it coming, but she didn't know the chimney was being swept. The toys had all rushed into the cupboard when they heard the housekeeper and the chimney sweep coming upstairs. They hadn't had time to tell her anything. Ooh, what's this coming up the chimney? Suddenly said Amelia as she dimly saw something black and hairy coming nearer and nearer. She didn't know it was the sweep's round black brush. Oh, it's got whiskers. It touched me. It's pushing me. Poor Amelia Jane. She was just as frightened as the kitten had been when it first ran up the chimney. She couldn't get away from the brush. It lifted her and the kitten up, up and up. It's caught me, it's caught me, wept Amelia. I didn't know a whiskery thing lived in chimneys. Well, the brush swept Amelia Jane and the kitten right out of the chimney into the air. The kitten fell to the roof on its feet and made its way carefully down the kitchen. To the kitchen where the housekeeper took off the doll's clothes in much astonishment. Amelia did not fall on her feet because she wasn't a cat but a doll. She slid down the roof. She hung for a moment in the gutter. She fell over the gutter. Down, down, down and into the prickly holly bush that grew just below. Ow, 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 yelled Amelia, for the holly bush pricked her well and truly. She scrambled out somehow and after a long time got back to the nursery. But when she crept in at the door, what a fright she gave the toys. She was covered in soot from head to toe. Her clothes were all torn. Her face and arms were pricked and scratched. Oh, yelled the toys and rushed to shut themselves in the cupboard. What is it? What is it? It's me, Amelia Jane, said Amelia in a very small voice. I've come back. Well, you look dreadful, said Teddy, sticking his head out of the cupboard. For goodness sake, undress and have a bath and put on clean clothes. So Amelia did, but the clothes in the doll's chest were much too small for her, and she did look funny walking about in things belonging to the baby doll. I shall be good in future, said Amelia Jane. Ah, but I don't believe that, do you? <laughs> well, I don't believe it, definitely. So what about you? Do you believe that? You believe she's going to be good in future? Mm, I don't think so. Because if she was, that would mean 
there'd be no more chapters in the book, would there? <laughs> and there is. There's lots of them. So, I think she might just be naughty again. But how naughty? That's the question. <laughs> so, there we go. I hope you enjoyed that story. Do you dress up? I know some people do. We have a, a cat and... I know some people do dress their cats and their dogs up in baby clothes, um, but uh, I don't have to say I think my cat would scratch me to pieces if I tried to put so much as a little sock on one of his little feet. <laughs> he would not be a happy cat at all. So what about you? Do you dress yours up? And do they let you? Are they happy about it? Hmm, would be interesting to know. So let me know. Anyway, I am off to work. And I expect you are either off to school or, um, I don't know, when whatever you're doing today. Whatever it is, I hope you have a good time doing it. And I hope you enjoy it. But I hope you're good. <laughs> but most of all, I hope that you take care and I hope you stay safe because I'd like to see you all again tomorrow. OK. So I'm going to say bye. See you tomorrow. Be good. Bye for now.